0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Slow reaction after a settlement between the Justice Department and a Maryland school system. I'm Sandy Kozell. On
2: tax cuts, there's been a change in tone from Virginia's
3: governor. I'm Nick Ainelli. A tough loss for the Cavs to give up a hat trick as well. And a 5-1 loss to the Devils. It's 2 a.m.
5: I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Shop until you drop? Well, this is the time of year when it might be a good time. CBS News correspondent Christian Benavides reports from Miami. Across the country, Americans are in buying mode after Black Friday kicked off
1: the official holiday shopping season. The National Retail Federation predicts more than 166 million people will make purchases this weekend.
6: People like to see their clothes. Try on sweaters, ask their friends if it looks good on them, maybe even get something to eat at the mall.
5: Unlike Friday and Saturday, which now have those sales names attached to them, Sunday does not, but fear not, on the horizon is Cyber Monday. As winter approaches, there's a little holiday cheer in Ukraine, now nine months into Vladimir Putin's invasion from Russia.
4: Those fortunate to survive are left in the cold and the dark, with Russia gunning for the country's power grid. Families unable to cook their meals on the very day the country commemorates the great famine of the 1930s when the soviet union intentionally starved millions of ukrainians to death We cannot be broken, President Zelensky said, honoring those killed by Stalin then and Putin now. Once they wanted to destroy us with hunger, now with
5: darkness and cold. CBS News correspondent Chris Lifseye in Ukraine. Meantime in Asia, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un says that country's ultimate goal is to possess the world's most powerful strategic force. Reporter Alex Jensen has more from Seoul.
7: Far from 2018's diplomatic progress towards denuclearizing. North Korea. Leader Kim Jong-un insists his country's ultimate goal is to have the world's most powerful nuclear force. His vow was relayed by state media, which claimed the North's most recent intercontinental ballistic missile test proves it's already a full-fledged nuclear power.
5: Elsewhere in Asia, widespread protests reported continuing against China's restrictive COVID-19 measures that in several cities. While in this hemisphere...
0: A big change in U.S. oil policy after years of sanctions on Venezuela. And it comes at a time when the U.S. oil markets and the world oil markets are so uncertain. The Biden administration announced that it is going to allow oil giant Chevron to resume limited production in Venezuela, the country with the largest oil reserves in the world.
5: White House correspondent Nancy Cordes. Police say a drive-by shooting in Nashville injured two people as they and several others left church from the funeral of a woman who was fatally shot earlier this month. They say one shooter, maybe more, fired from a car. This is CBS News.
7: This hour's
4: newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. <laughs>
3: It's 2.03, Sunday, November 27th, 2022. We're at 50 degrees, temps rising for the overnight. Good morning to you, and thanks for taking us along. I'm Ralph Fox. Top stories we're following gunfire erupts in Southeast Saturday afternoon. This time a Metro bus is involved. Transit police say the M6 was hit several times just after 1 p.m. This is in the area of Pennsylvania and Southern Avenues near Fort DuPont. Five people were on that bus, including the driver. No injuries were reported. Authorities believe it's another case of road rage, the second this weekend. Several agencies are involved in that investigation. A $1,000 reward has been offered. That could be increasing as well. You can see a photo of the suspect vehicle at WTOP.com. And that second road rage concern started inside the 3rd Street Tunnel on Friday night. Police called to the 600 block of E Street Southwest just after 9 p.m. The victim taken to a nearby hospital with a gunshot wound to her leg. It's not considered to be life-threatening. And a Manassas man has died after a work-related incident. This happened Saturday morning.
0: Forty-year-old Heidi Ricardo Lopez Rivas's life came to a tragic end after he fell from a moving vehicle Saturday morning. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office says they were called just before 9:30 in the 23,000 block of Evergreen Mill Road in Leesburg for a man who had fallen from a vehicle. Police determined that he fell from the back of a truck while the vehicle was in motion. The truck driver immediately stopped the truck and called for emergency assistance. Revis was pronounced dead at the scene. Although the investigation is still active, authorities say there's no indication of criminal activity. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News.
3: It's 2.05. A two alarm blaze in the 3,600 block of Dahlgren Place in Dumfries leaves one person seriously hurt and four others displaced. Fire crews got the call just after 7 a.m. Saturday after a report of a person trapped inside that burning town home. Rescue ladders were deployed upon arrival. One person medevaced to a burn center. Only moderate damage to the structure was reported. The Red Cross is assisting. The cause of that blaze is under investigation. Questions and execution concerns remain about exactly how the Frederick County public school system will carry out a settlement reached with the feds a year ago.
1: It was last December that the Department of Justice reached a settlement with that Maryland school district after finding it unnecessarily and repeatedly restrained students as young as five in violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Under the deal, Frederick County was to end the use of seclusion, overhaul its restraint practices, and train staff on the use of appropriate behavioral interventions for students with disabilities. But the Frederick News Post reports officials are still trying to determine just how much time and money they have to spend to make up for the infractions. Sandy Kozell, WTOP
2: News.
3: More tax cuts could be coming to Virginia, but Governor Glenn Youngkin says caution is key for now.
2: It's a change in tone for Governor Yunkin, who at one point floated the idea of eliminating the state income tax. It's a different time now. While Yunkin says he does plan to seek tax cuts in his budget proposal for next year, he says he'll be cautious, noting that a possible economic recession could weaken the state's finances. Youngkin tells WTOP.
4: We've got a big agenda coming into the new legislative session, and I look forward to working constructively with our General Assembly just like we did last year.
2: The General Assembly is set to convene its new session on January 11th. Youngkin has expressed interest in cutting the corporate tax rate, among other possible cuts. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather
3: concerns over a new railroad contract continue, it could cause major problems if it's not sorted out. It's 207.
2: Before I was adopted, I felt alone.
4: After spending years in foster care, Lexi worried that she and her brother were too old to be adopted. Thankfully, the siblings were adopted, with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption.
2: I love teenagers. To see how brave Lexi was and how she opened herself up to being in a family, all of a sudden, she's holding my hand and calling me mom It was really special.
4: Every child, no matter their age, deserves to grow up in a safe, permanent home.
2: Children at every age experience challenges. Teenagers are more complex than young children, but in the best ways.
4: You're never too old for family. Learn how you can help children still waiting to be adopted from foster care at DaveThomasFoundation.org.
5: 208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today.
3: Traffic and weather on the 8s. When it breaks, Who's Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center.
1: Indeed, here I am. Thank you, Ralph. We'll start off on I-95. Southbound side, as you make your way past 17 in Falmouth. Now, the accident scene isn't really blocking your way, but it is worth noting. A vehicle did go off of the roadway, and the, uh, the emergency vehicles and response are over on the far right shoulder trying to handle that situation. So as you make your way southbound, be sure to give those folks a little extra room. Northbound I-95, completely up to speed. A couple fender benders there after the Fairfax County Parkway. Watch out for them on the shoulders. No crashes, blocking your way on 395 as you head between Edsel Road and all the way up towards the 14th Street Bridge. Beltway traffic looks good. As you head northbound on 495 through Tyson's, uh, the only thing really to keep in mind is the uh, ramp to the Dulles Toll Road has changed recently. And uh, while previous, previously, previously uh, the ramp to the Dulles Toll Road came up just before uh, where the express lanes end, as of now that ramp is technically closed, and the new ramp to the Dulles Toll Road comes up well before that. So once you head past Virginia 123, keep your eyes out along the left-hand side of the roadway. You'll see all the new signs for the ramp to the. Dulles Toll Road. In Maryland, things are quiet. No issues on 270. I-70 looks good between Frederick and Hagerstown. No issues on 81. If you're doing any traveling or or, or traveling (laughs) down towards Winchester, you're up to speed as you approach the Strasburg area. And again, 66 between Front Royal and the Beltway, all completely up to speed. A quick look back in Maryland across the Bay Bridge. Looks like you do have your standard traffic patterns. I don't see any cones out tonight. You should be fine. I-97 headed northbound through Glen Burnie and towards the Baltimore Beltway. Also up to speed. No issues on DC 295 to report looking for a new car. The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency. You can trust Carlos Ramirez, WTOP traffic.
3: Not a storm team for meteorologist Samara Theodore.
0: Today we are tracking rain. A disturbance is moving through the area and that's going to bring rain not only to us, to, but too much of the East Coast. Therefore, if you're planning on hitting the road, catching a flight, be aware that this disturbance is impacting a greater portion of the country. Temperatures will be in the upper 50s to around 60 this afternoon. We are tracking rain showers throughout much of the day, and it will also be rather gusty. Winds gusting as high as 20 miles per hour. For your Monday, still breezy. High temperatures will be in the upper 50s. A mix of sun and clouds and winds gusting near 30 miles per hour. Things remain breezy through Monday night. By Tuesday, winds grow calmer. High temperatures on Tuesday will be in the low 50s. Wednesday, the rain returns. Showers are likely on Wednesday with highs in the low 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore.
3: 40 degrees in Manassas, 48 at Metro Center, 36 in Frederick, and we are at 49 degrees here outside the WTOP studios. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It 2:11. Leaders from one of the biggest rail workers unions in the country have rejected the latest labor contract offer and a crippling nationwide strike could be on the horizon. The biggest issue is scheduling and what the rank and file say is a lack of a paid sick leave. CBS White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy joined WTOP's Hillary and John to talk about what a freight rail shutdown would look like.
4: Well, it's hard to imagine. Uh, you're talking about billions and billions of dollars of economic impact at the end of the year ahead of the Christmas holiday, the potential for spillover impacts for commuter rail lines. Think of MARC and VRE, the potential that they'd have to suspend service because they run on the same freight rail lines that would be affected by a strike. It's almost something that it's hard to picture because we haven't seen it in in decades, really, a rail work stoppage. And the reason we haven't seen it in decades is that in the most recent cases in the 1980s and 1990s, to avoid a cripple rail shutdown, Congress has stepped in to impose terms on the unions. What's the current dynamic? Four of the 12 unions in the railroad industry have rejected the tentative agreement that the president two months ago hailed as a big win. For the workers and for the country. And when I say the unions rejected, it, it's not just the leaders of the unions, but the rank and file, because the leaders were on board these tentative agreements. But they put it to the members, and the members said, nope, not good enough. And why? Because, as you mentioned, not enough protections in these agreements for sick time. Railroad workers, because they have to travel all over the country and ride the rails, are not able to call in sick the way you or I might be able to. They operate under a legal framework that dates back to the middle of the 20th century, and they say it's time for their contracts to reflect the fact that they they should have the right to take sick time. And uh, the agreement that was heralded by the White House had just one day of paid sick time. And the, the, the workers are saying in their vote that that's not enough. So we are now on the precipice, or we could be in about two weeks, of a rail shutdown. The White House is calling on both sides to return to the table and essentially make a deal that the workers would accept. But there's no telling whether that will happen. And the U.S. Chamber of Commerce said today that Congress ought to step in, and resolve this matter before we get to really the threshold of a strike.
2: You mentioned Mark and VRE very quickly before we go. I would imagine that includes Amtrak too? It would, on the
4: lines that are affected by freight rail lines, so uh, not necessarily the northeast corridor line. But it's really too soon to say, and we'll learn more about this in the, probably in the next week or so, because the closer we get to the possible strike deadline, which is either going to be December 5th, which is less than two weeks from now, or December 9th, which is two weeks from Friday, you would have to advise the railroads. They'd have to advise their business clients, and and ultimately the passenger railroads would have to advise customers. But that's going to put pressure on Congress and the White House to resolve this ahead of the deadline.
3: Again, that is uh, Stephen Portnoy with CBS News. its is 2-14. We've got Frank Hanrahan in sports standing by.
2: Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know... One moment can change a lifetime. Fighting Breast Cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives.
0: Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
3: 215 News, Frank Hanrahan.
7: Caps start their long road trip with a loss at the New Jersey Devils 5-1. Jack Hughes of New Jersey with a hat trick to lead the way for New Jersey. John Carlson, his sixth goal of the season was the only goal for the Capitals, who again fall at the Devils 5-1. College football, Maryland shuts out Rutgers 37-zip on Saturday to close out their regular season, Terps 7-5. Now wait to see what bowl they will play in. Number three, Michigan tops. Number two, Ohio State. Bit of an upset here, 45 Other rivalry games, Alabama all over Auburn 49-27. At the World Cup, it was Argentina over Mexico, 2-zip. Poland beats Saudi Arabia, 2-0. Australia over Tunisia, 1-zip. France, the defending champ, beats Denmark 2-1 to one, a clinch a berth in the round of 16. College Hoops on Saturday, local winners, Georgetown, Navy, GW, and George Mason. Maryland women topping Towson. Commanders get the Falcons Sunday at 1 o'clock as the Commanders, 6-5 and five record. host the Falcons who come in at 5-6. Again, Caps fall 5-1 at the Devils. A. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you at
3: this hour on WTOP. President Biden says he'll look to push Congress to enact more gun control measures, following a slew of mass shootings in recent weeks. Early voting underway in at least two dozen counties in Georgia. Senator Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker face off once again in a runoff election to see who'll represent the Peach State in the Senate. And Ukrainians fleeing the port city of Kherson after basic necessities like water, heat, and electricity have been cut off due to repeated Russian attacks. President Zelensky hosting a conference on food security with Western leaders. Stay with us at WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It two seventeen. There's a new effort to keep the Naval Academy in Annapolis safe. From the effects of climate change.
0: The Naval Academy breaking ground this week on a major project, thirty seven million dollars worth, to repair and upgrade its seawall to be a buffer against higher high tides and minor storms. It's all part of the effort to future proof the campus against rising sea levels and other potential threats from climate change. The head of the Navy says there are more climate related improvements coming. Maryland is particularly vulnerable with thirty two hundred miles of shoreline. Shane Estulin, WTOP News. It's
3: 218. Traffic and weather on the eights
1: and when it breaks is College Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ralph. Southbound side of I-95 has the accident scene over on the right shoulder. Well, technically, the incident is off of the roadway. A vehicle seems to have uh, gone into a grassy area. But the response to that crash is along the right-hand side of the roadway, southbound I-95. Soon after the exit for 17, business as you make your way past Falmouth. Northbound side of I-95 completely up to speed, not seeing any issues as you head uh, towards the Springfield interchange. Mind you, uh, you do have a few fender benders, but nothing to write home to mom about just yet. If you're headed on 66, uh, not seeing a single work zone. The express lanes are uh, all complete, of course, so you likely won't be seeing too much more of that going on moving forward. However, uh, you may find a work zone on the ramp from the GW Parkway onto the outer loop of the Beltway. Uh, Looks like you only have a single lane on that ramp if you're headed northbound uh, on the GW Parkway. Trying to head southbound on 495 into Virginia. That's where you're going to find the cones. Same story on the ramp from the outer loop onto southbound GW Parkway. You've got some cones there also. In Maryland, things are quiet. No issues on 95. The BW Parkway, 270. I-70 looks great for that matter if you're headed up towards Hagerstown or maybe down towards Baltimore. No issues on Route 50 from the Beltway out towards the Bay Bridge and even out towards the Eastern Shore in the district. DC 295 has been completely up to speed all night. No issues headed to and from the 11th Street Bridge, Southeast Southwest Freeway, Third Street Tunnel, New York Avenue, all up to speed. It is a little crowded on New York Avenue near Bladensburg Road, but that's to be expected around this time of night. Beltway traffic uh, in Maryland and in Virginia, completely up to speed. We're not seeing any reports of any incidents. We did have that vehicle fire earlier right by the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Looks like that has officially cleared away. If anything, you may find one or two last remaining emergency vehicles on the shoulders, but it's not going to slow you down any. One eight six six three zero four wtop is a traffic tip line in case you see something out there that I don't. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP traffic. Not a storm team
3: for a meteorologist, Samara Theodore.
0: Temperatures headed into the upper 50s near 60 degrees this afternoon. We are tracking plenty of cloud coverage and showers moving through the region today. That's going to put a damper on those travel plans. So keep in mind that there may be flight delays. Road travel may become an issue. Give yourself time so you can take your time. By Monday, we're dry. The thing about today and tomorrow is it will be very gusty. Wind's gusting near 30 miles per hour for your Monday. A mix of sun and clouds on Monday. High temperatures on Tuesday in the low to mid-50s, partly sunny. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore.
3: 48 degrees in Hyattsville, 36 in Fredericksburg, 48 in Foggy Bottom, and 48 here outside the WTOP studios. It's all brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Coming up on WTOP, drunk driving patrols being stepped up for the holiday season. Definitely something to watch out for. We'll keep you up to date on that and more. It's 221.
2: As part of its commitment to the growth and success of minority-owned businesses, the Shulman Rogers Law Firm has launched a program to provide free legal support for one year to a black-owned business in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia region. This program is chaired by Shulman Rogers attorneys Michael Lichtenstein and Kimberly Mann. Applications for the 2023 program will be accepted through December 1, 2022. To learn more, visit ShulmanRogers.com. That's ShulmanRogers.com.
4: The APWU Health Plan reminds you it's the countdown to better health. You have three weeks remaining to enroll. APWU health plan serving postal and federal employees and annuitants since 1960 over 60 years of service and covering many services at 100% which means no cost to you services like maternity lab accidental injury and nutritionist visits for details on how to enroll go to APWUHP.com and click on open season together better health
0: every year sudden unexpected infant death claims the lives of 3600 babies and it can happen in an instant. He was just like, face down. I feel like so helpless in that moment. Soft mattresses, pillows, blankets, and stuffed animals can cause sudden, unexpected infant death. The safest place for your baby is in a crib with nothing but a firm, flat mattress. For more about how to create a safe sleep environment for your baby, visit firstcandle.org forward slash safe sleep.
5: The Heart-Pounding Mystery... The Pulitzer Prize-winning drama,
4: the Tony Award winner for Broadway's Best Revival of a Play, A Soldier's Play. In 1944, on a Louisiana Army base, a black sergeant is murdered, triggering a gripping barrage of questions about sacrifice, service, and identity in America. Norm Lewis stars in A Soldier's Play, directed by Kenny Leon and written by Charles Fuller, in the Kennedy Center Eisenhower Theater, December 13th to January 8th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org.
3: You're listening to WTOP News. It's 223. A neighborhood rattled after a Thanksgiving Day shooting, this in Greenbelt, where a 16-year-old was injured walking his dog.
6: I just see the boy ran up here, and the mother's just asking, okay, did you get hurt? Are you bleeding?
4: It happened at around 2 p.m. in a neighborhood not far from Eleanor Roosevelt High School. Greenbelt police say he has non-life-threatening injuries. May's son's house was shot several times as well. She told our partners at NBC4 that she found a bullet lodged in her shower. If I were
6: taking a shower at that time, I will definitely be shot by the foot.
4: Police have not given any details about a suspect. They are investigating whether it was random or a targeted attack.
3: Luke Luger, WTOP News. Police stepping up drunk driving patrols for the holiday season. Our region actually fares better than most when it comes to people making good decisions behind the wheel.
5: When ranked along with states, D.C. has the fewest drunk drivers, according to an analysis by Forbes Advisor. It found that the district has some of the lowest rates in the nation of drunk driving crashes, DUI arrests, and people killed in drunk driving accidents. Maryland ranks number eight in terms of having the fewest drunk drivers. Virginia is the 18th best. States with the most drunk drivers are Montana, Wyoming, Texas, North Dakota, and South Dakota. John Aaron,
3: WTOP News. The DT Center for Independent Living, one of several groups that's filing a lawsuit against the district. This regarding a conflict between new bike lanes and People who have disabilities.
4: A group of people with disabilities say some district redesign projects with protected bike lanes violate the Americans with Disabilities Act. One example they give is the 17th Street Northwest bike lanes that were finished last year, saying they require people exiting their cars into wheelchairs to unload into oncoming lanes of bicycle or vehicular traffic. They also allege that the district does not have enough accessible on-street parking to comply with the ADA. We have reached out to the District's Department of Transportation for comment on the lawsuit. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. It's 225.
3: Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Erica Herskowitz.
6: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Pink Floyd has maintained its popularity, attracting 15.5 million monthly listeners on Spotify. So why is the band having so much trouble turning its music catalog into seeking at least $500 million. On top of that, Pink Floyd just can't get on the same page. Infighting and strained relationships might make it impossible to get a deal done. Case in point, former singer and bassist Roger Waters, who once sued his bandmates, including David Gilmore.
2: David thinks he owns it. I think he thinks that because I left the band in 1985, that he owns Pink Floyd, that he is Pink Floyd. I'm irrelevant and I should just keep my mouth shut.
6: Pink Floyd's inability to get along could be the single biggest reason why it can't strike a catalog deal one that could be among the most lucrative in history following the sale of Bruce Springsteen's music at a reported $550 million-plus deal to Sony Music. The boss cashing in on his glory days. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP.
3: Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll have the latest on gun violence increasing across the country. Also, a concern at a funeral in Nashville. We'll tell you about that and more. It's 226.
2: Virginia is for families, all sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family. For families of all species. For beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families. For families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed.